Welcome to Movie Guys Podcast mini review of Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Surprise episode. Who are you going to call? This is Jordan with Eric and Ed. We're talking about, I think, our favorite, one of our favorite childhood movies of all times, the Ghostbusters series. Are you guys excited to talk about this? Yes, it's true. This guy has no dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the greatest lines, actually, in cinema history. Voted by mm-hmm. Rolling, yeah, Rolling Stone, I believe. So, we are doing this surprise episode for you guys. We did not announce we were going to do it because we are going to be uh, reviewing, of course, the new Ghostbusters flick coming out this Thursday. And we wanted to post this up before just to kind of get the hype up a little bit because I'm geeked up. I'm excited. I almost went to my mom's attic and got my little toddler Ghostbuster uniform with the proton pack. It didn't fit. Oh, I had one of those. I had one of those, the proton packs. Like when you would squeeze the gun, it would it would like have like some sort of cap gun reaction. It was it, yeah. was, it was the best. <laughs> oh. I, I had the trap, too. That like It was one of those things that you had to push on it a bunch of times because it was like air-related. You had to step on it a yes. bunch of times for the trap to open. <laughs> yes! Yes! yes. <laughs> Greatest toy. I'm not going to lie. A couple, I would say less than, less than five years ago, I was the Ghostbusters for Halloween. And uh, I bought one of those uh, – I bought one of the outfits – off of uh, some some one of those uh, websites where you know you can buy Halloween costumes. I won't name the website because they're not paying us any money to do so. But uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the now everything's it's it's inflated now. Like I, I remember playing with the toys and I remember putting on the proton packs and like putting on overalls and you know being being like a kid and just just playing Ghostbusters with the neighborhood kids or by myself whatever. It was so much fun. Oh, I remember having so much fun with that toy. I think we all had fun. It did. And you know what? I don't know if you guys have heard this. Have you guys heard the brand new hit song for Fall Out Boy and oh my God. Elliot, their version of Ghostbusters yet? Oh, my God. I wanted to I, – I, uh, listen, I wanted to punch my computer screen when I heard it. I, 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 I was at work when I saw – I got the notification on my phone, and I was at work. So I pulled it up on my work computer, and I listened to it, and – now, I, I work in a place where my cubicle is, is sort of separated, but it's close enough to other people to, to where they can see stuff. They all heard it, and they're listening. Like, what the hell are you listening to? I had three or four people come past me like, what are you listening to? And I told them. And they're like, if that is any, any indication of what this movie is going to be, I want no part in it. Because if you think about it, Missy Elliott hasn't had a hit in 10 years. 
Fallout Boy hasn't had a hit in 15 years. So, you know, they, if you think... Have yes. they? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? And they had a... And they had a hit last year too, a song called Century. That's true. I forgot about I forgot about that song. I really did. Everybody so. every, everybody in that band sobered up. That's why they started to suck. <laughs> yeah, true. But I but the one thing but the one thing I will say that I'm excited for is I did take a listen to I also YouTube searched the um the the new Ghostbusters theme and somebody edited out all the audio from the trailer and just left the theme like the new uh, dubstep theme and i'm actually really liking it um it is it is a new dubstep theme it's the same parts same notes really it's just more modern and it's not bad compared to what it could be so i'm i am just i'm telling you i'm going in as the fan of this franchise that i cannot wait for this this reboot slash remake slash whatever they want to call it I'm going in there, guns a blazing. I don't care about, about what the people say. <laughs> well, and I think, and I think we can get into the Ghostbuster movies now. On that note. Watching the two Ghostbusters movies today when I came home from work, it made me realize that – best way to say this because I said it before, but I don't think I said those image terms. Uh, nostalgic just sucks. I mean like because when I first saw the new Ghostbusters trailer and all of them had like, like – the, all, all the ghosts had like that green glow around them and they were very CG and blah, blah, blah. The first ghost that the Ghostbusters seen, the very first movie, was that librarian, and she had purple glow all over her. So what's the big difference? There's not a huge difference. They turned purple to you know to green. No big deal. Slimer was all green. So I really, really think, and I, I don't mean to be political on this, but I really, really think that people are pissed off because it's an all-female cast. I really do believe that. That, that, that could be a part of it. Um, I you really know, but... honestly do believe that. But keep in mind, like, Paul Feig, who, you know, I, I, I've seen Bridesmaids. I haven't seen any of I – I didn't see any of his other movies. I didn't see Heat uh, or what, what is it, That Heat or, or and then Spy. Um, Spy, but, you know, which is good. I, I didn't see it, so I can't, I can't speak to that. And, you know, the reason is, is you know, I'm, I'm a single guy. What do I have to watch? You know, what reason do I have to watch those movies? Um, I was sort of forced to sit down and watch Bridesmaids. And it was funny. But my biggest hesitation about the, the, the upcoming movie, and I know we're going way too much into this, the, the upcoming potential, is I don't want it to be – I don't want people – I don't want to be in on the joke. Like, the, you know, we, we watched a review on this. You know, we talked about this sort of, you know, privately between the three of us in, in Messenger. I don't want to be in on the joke. And that's sort of going back into, this, into the movies, you know, one and two – that's why, as an adult, I like one a lot more than two. As a kid, I like two. 
because it was more relatable. I could understand what was going on. But one, the jokes are you know much more adult, even though they make much more sexual references in two. Uh, but in in the first one, you know, you're not in on the joke. They just they just are they're just funny. And uh, you know, as an adult, that's why I like one more. Now, as a kid, we talked about playing with the toys. You know, I, I my dad my dad you know. I, Thank God he showed me these movies because it's it was one of those movies that shaped me into you know the person I am that loves film the way I do, and it helped actually helped shape my sense of humor. You know <laughs> you'd be surprised, but you know I, I don't want to be in on the joke. I don't want them to know they're making a a comedy, and that's what my biggest fear is going into this next movie. Yeah. Mostly by Bill Murray. Well, let's lest we forget that up until the mid to late 90s, I could be wrong on the time frame, but Bill Murray was a drunk. And he the reason he had to ad-lib everything is because he forgot every line in his movies. Yeah. Speak. And fun fact about that to go on that, uh, Eric. Uh, speaking of John Belushi, that's what the cast called Slimer on set. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they referred to the ghost of John Belushi. Um, really. So, 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 Ed, to go off of what you were saying, since we're talking about one and two now, um, I always liked two as a kid because – not because it was more kid-friendly, but it wasn't scary. I always thought that the first one as, as, as like a five-year-old, six-year-old, like around that age, like under 10, I found the first one to be scary because of the – what I always called them werewolves, but, of course, they're demon dogs now. And uh, it, it's – I mean, that part was scary as hell. Especially, you know, when Sigourney Weaver's sitting in the chair and the hands come up and then you have that, you know, you know like demon dog screaming Zool and sends her out into the hallway. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Very scary. They had some moments. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Two. I mean, two. It, I, here's the thing that I see. I see about two, though. Now, like, just being analytical about it, two is much more commercial than one. You know, one was these guys. You know, these guys just got together that you know had a fun time. That they, they were SNL guys, and they made a funny movie about ghosts, and it took off. You know, so 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 two was them like making a commercial movie that they tried to make equally as funny. Now us as kids, we all agreed. And the three of us have just said the two was funnier when we were kids, even though we didn't get half the jokes, you know, they're all sexual jokes. They're all, you know, like there's the scene uh, when the three ghostbusters get back together and they're, uh, they're in Dana Barrett's uh, room. Uh, and, uh, and Egon says, I'd like to make i I'd like to have a gynecological analysis of, of the mother and, and and Bill Murray says, well, who wouldn't, you know, <laughs> I mean, that, like 
that's those, it's really funny from an adult level, but you know, but it still has levels of cartoon. Like it, I would compare two to is it, to to what like a lot of Disney movies are today or Disney Pixar. That you know, they're they're kids movies that have a lot of adult humor, so the adults don't hate the experience of going to see the movie. Now, see, I actually agree with you to a certain extent. I think, I think one's dirtier. I think one definitely has a lot more adult jokes that you would not understand. But I don't mean by – okay, so I think – I'm sorry. Let me rephrase this. I think one is not as – ah, God, I'm sorry, guys. Two is definitely dirtier in their jokes, but the first one is more educated jokes. Like one yes. of the jokes that I caught now – because I haven't seen these two movies – Oh, probably about almost probably almost ten years now. It's it's been a while since I've seen these two movies, and watching it now as a thirty year old man, one of the jokes that I loved right off the bat is the hot girl that Bill Murray was interviewing, and she got everything wrong, but she was right, and the guy who got everything right, who clearly was a psychic, got everything wrong. He just wanted to bang her. Like I never mm-hmm. got that as a kid. As an adult, I'm like, okay, that's definitely dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, you catch know? a lot of things in these movies yeah. as an adult that you never caught as a kid. And Both of my. Them. And, and my favorite dirty line in the movies is, is in the beginning when the librarian sees the ghost and they call the Ghostbusters. And the, well, they're not the Ghostbusters yet. And Bill Murray says to the, uh, you know, to the old li- uh, to the old librarian, "Are you on your menstruation cycle yet?" <laughs> and the guy's like, "Why does that matter?" He goes, "Hey, I'm a scientist." <laughs> <You know? laughs> so. Being 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 ten years old, you didn't get that. You just wanted to see the ghost, you know. So it was it was great. Um, but which one is which one's more iconic though? And I know that's a tough question. Is Ghostbusters more iconic, or is Ghostbusters two more iconic? You oh think? boy! Yeah. Bigo. Yeah. Oh God, who does love Yanos? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with Eric. I, you know, I think that uh, I think that the, in terms of iconic film, the first one is 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 much more so. The the one-liners, you know, yes, indeed, this man has has no dick, <laughs> or <laughs> you know, uh, or you know, are you the gatekeeper? You know, no, and she slams the door in his face, and he opens she opens the door again. Are you the gatekeeper? Yes, and or in the the, the the number one line is Ray. When someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. Those are so. Those are the three number one line. Those are the top three lines from that film, and they're really iconic. That being said, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just people that were born like I was born in '87. I was born after the first one come out. Yeah, so was I. So, so you know, to me, I grew up with number two. I grew up seeing number two. I grew up. You know, not really understanding the first one. 
not really getting the jokes, and and then you know, and then number two, laughing with my dad watching number two. So sure. to me, number two has more sentimental value than one. But as an adult, watching them both, one is just funnier. I, I find one to be funnier. Yeah, because actually, you know what? What I like about this, and uh, and since uh, we watched it earlier today, both of them to prepare for this, what I like about this movie is that these guys are absolutely nobodies. And again, we appreciate this movie more as an adult because. Uh, these guys are psychologists. Well, Bill Murray is the other two guys. I don't know. Parapsychologists. Parapsychologists. Yeah. And they get kicked out because they're doing shit that the university sound that just that just thinks they're weird. So they go out and they get a third mortgage on his house, which I found funny to get a dilapidated uh, you know, fire station. And then they charge their first client five grand to take care of Slimer. I mean, that's just funny. <laughs> yeah, and when, and, and when when uh, when Dan Aykroyd pulls up in uh, what is not yet Ecto One, and he's like, "Yeah, it's gonna need it's gonna need brakes, pads, rotors, a transmission, probably a new engine. You know, it's gonna need this and this and this, but it only costs forty eight hundred bucks." And <laughs> and Bill Murray's face is like, "Oh, oh what? Uh, oh God!" <laughs> you know, yeah. like he you can see it in his face. Uh as, an, as an adult, uh, we get those jokes now. That as a kid, we didn't understand. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were born in, like, the greatest year ever in movies. You know that, right? Look at that. Uh, well, we can't be friends anymore because I'm a Tribe fan, and they haven't won since 48, so. Uh, go Cubs. Go Cubs. Oh, stop it, Jordan. You Jordan is the most Fairweather fan of all time. He's a Packers fan and a Cubs fan. Like he, you can't. He's from Toledo, Ohio. Everybody, he's from Toledo, Ohio, and he likes the Packers and the Cubs. I have. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, in two, in two, when he when he, when he shoots the the outside of the building, and it, it, and they're obviously doing everything inside, and it breaks apart, and he, everybody cheers him, and he's like, "I'm a Ghostbuster! I did it!" It's, it's such a funny part. I'm surprised you guys. Mm. Yes. You want to go eat French bread pizza? Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about um, uh, what's it, Tully. Is that right, Tully? Um, I'm surprised. Yeah. Eric Moranis. I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about it in Ghostbusters too when he gets on the suit and he has his little earmuffs on when it's not oh, even yeah. winter <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you want coffee? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, yes, so please. Um, some funny things, um, some trivia on this that I read as well. Uh, Rick Moranis' character actually came in late because they already filmed scenes with another actor. You guys have any idea who that actor was? No. John Candy. Really? John Candy was actually casted as Rick Moranis' character, but they kicked him off set because he thought the character should be German. So he was speaking in a German accent, and they were like, no, this is not who the character No, no. Oh, so Uncle Buck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other... Um, I, uh, Winston, who is the fourth Ghostbuster, he came in late because the part was actually written for and was casted and contracted for Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy does no, actually, <laughs> probably she wants to party all the time. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, um, no, actually, uh, Eddie Murphy actually got a paycheck for this movie because he was he started filming and all of a sudden he decided to quit because a little script came across him called Beverly Hills Cop, which came out the same year. Yeah, that was that was good. That was smart on his part. So he would have been Winston and they actually had Winston in the beginning with them. It was the four of them originally, but then Eddie Murphy pieced out. So they writ so they wrote course. And and by the way, the, Ernie Hudson, he really did a good job as Winston. Like, you know, he he, he wasn't he, he was so funny and a lot of it like in, especially when they're talking about like when they're Ecto one talking about the end times. And yeah. he's he's he basically plays like the straight guy, but yeah. not really, you know, and he I, I couldn't see Eddie Murphy in this movie. You know, it, it, I didn't know this until you brought it up, but I couldn't see anybody but but Ernie Hudson playing somebody like Winston because when he's when uh, when uh, when he's being interviewed for the job in the first one he's like listen you know they're asking him do you believe in ecto psycho whatever the fuck what you know all these things and he's like listen if it's got a steady paycheck I'll believe whatever you tell me to believe like I I couldn't see Eddie Murphy doing that what yeah. 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 Yes. Winston, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 she, yeah. She's playing a bad version of Winston. Hashtag no. Hashtag ghosts lives matter. Ghostly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I'm gonna.
Capture. Well, I think I think it's going to be good, but uh, since we were talking about the first one, because I want to refrain from talking about the new one until later on in the show, but um, my favorite joke in both movies, actually, and it's very subtle, it's a subtle joke, but my favorite joke is when they get the call to go to the hotel, pretty much their first big job, and in the first movie, the secretary says, oh, don't worry, they're very professional, and they're very, very subtle, and the next scene is a quick cut of them in... In the hearse, in Act of One, with lights blaring, horn <laughs> yeah. sound, they pull up, they just, there's just, just, there's a bunch of clowns. And that's yeah. why I love that joke. Have, like, you, oh, seen no, it, have you, you seen any ghosts? Have you seen any ghosts? I mean, it's just funny. And that was the best joke in both the movies, in my opinion, because it's just, it just, it's out of nowhere. Again, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're just, yes, they're very professional, they're, they're very subtle. Rigger, rigger, rigger. <laughs> and the music in these movies. Yeah. Of course not. I mean, like, that's that's a bad thing with comedy nowadays. Like, I like Bridesmaids since, you know, that sense of reference. You know, you know, to the new Ghostbusters. I like it, but it's not subtle comedy. The girls get bad Indian food and they shit their brains out. Okay, that's funny, but it's not subtle like this would be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's 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 not it's not smart comedy. It's toilet humor comedy. What sells? It's fine. It was funny seeing a bunch of hot girls shitting themselves. That's funny, <laughs> but. Yes. No, yeah. The classics. You know, Bridesmaids will never get into the same category as Animal House or Caddyshack. No, and and Bridesmaids was really funny, but like we like we were talking about, like you just said, Jordan, you're you're in on the joke. You know, in in the first one, in the first Ghostbusters, they just they're just funny. Like they, they just they just do their thing. They're comedians, they do their thing. In the second one, you know, just having rewatched it again, you know, I, I've seen it multiple times, but not for analysis purposes. And, you know, watching it again from, for like a, just to, to be able to review it, we're in on the joke. And, you know, they, they, at the very beginning, like the first time you see the Ghostbusters, they, the, you know, uh, Dan Aykroyd and, and Ernie Hudson, they pull up in Ecto 1 to a, to a kid's birthday party. And the kids are like, oh, oh, we wanted He-Man. And they're singing this, and they're singing the theme song from the first movie. Like, you know, who are you going to call? He-Man, He-Man. He- now, as a kid, I thought that was funny. But now as an adult, it's like, y- you're making fun of me. I, don't, I, I, don't appre- I didn't appreciate that. I'll be honest with you. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> but... But it's it is it is kind of funny that like that uh, uh, Bill Murray is uh, the host of a psychic TV show, and then they have this thing, and this woman that gets obviously gets picked up by some guy, and she goes to the Holiday Inn, 
And she, you know, he's well. Maybe she's like, well, maybe it was a Holiday Inn, or maybe it was, you know, a, a room on a spaceship. I don't know. And he must have had some kind of array. And Bill Murray breaks the wall, and he looks at the camera, and he just gives this look. That is she fucking kidding me right now? That's the look she gives, or or he gives, and you know, and like that is funny. And then when they're in the second one, when they're when they're when they're digging into uh, into the sewers, and the cop stops them, which you know maybe that's realistic. I don't know. I don't live in New York, but uh, the cop stops them, and then he comes back with a guy from Con Edison, and he's like, "Look, we checked with the phone company. We checked with the with the power company. You're not from anybody." And he's like, "You see this gas leak? We got all this gas. You think this is coming from the sky? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there, there is some, there are some leg- really, really, really legitimately funny moments in in both of these movies." Yeah, which I think we can, which, which, which is what I was going to get into. I mean, like, we're going to talk a lot about, you know, the, uh, the new Ghostbusters since we're going to be reviewing that here in a few days. But I think this is a time to open it up about what we expect and what people are saying. And I know you guys are a different opinion of me, but uh, I mean, I don't really care what, what people are saying. Ever since the trailer came out, people have been dog shitting on this movie, just dog shitting on it. And I don't think it's getting – I mean, I, I, I don't see it from the trailers being as bad as people are saying. I was in the movie, but the trailers do not tell me this is dog shit. They're just, it, it just doesn't. Yeah, it's definitely a reboot. Yep.
Well, okay. Well, okay. So, okay, to go on that, I I actually had a question for both of you guys because that's an interesting point you brought up, Eric. What I wanted this Ghostbusters to be, regardless if it was male or female cast, was I wanted to be serious. Because I think they could pull it off. Uh, do you guys think that we are sick and tired of seeing uh, comedic take turn serious, a la, you know, Batman being serious and, like, well, we would say Ghostbusters to be serious? Do you guys want a serious Ghostbusters? Or do you guys want another Ghostbusters that's or, like the first No, one? I mean, like, the, the Ghostbusters is not meant to be serious. It's a farcical movie. It's meant to make fun of the situation. It's meant to make fun of... Uh, uh, it's meant to make fun of you. You know, it's meant to make fun of, like... It, it's, it's a comedic... It's a comedic movie about ghosts. You know, it, it, it does... I mean, it follows... You know, filmmaking 101, you know, you got plot points, you've, you know, plot point one is at certain level, you know, plot point two is at another moment, and like, and then it comes to a conclusion. They're, they're a little long, but they're, you know, they're for, for that, but they're, they're still, they're, they still follow the lines, but they're funny. What, what my biggest fear for this next movie, like the new one, is that it's going to try to be too funny. It's gonna try to have like like the bridesmaids moment where you'd said where they're shitting their brains out, which, right? Which you know, as a, a I watched the cartoons as a kid, you know, I remember the cartoons and they they were they were cute cartoons, but they're not movies; they're cartoons. That's what I'm afraid of that they're gonna make this movie, which is meant to like you you look at it, you watch it, and you you laugh, but they're not like. There, there, there's no moment in any of these movies where you laugh for ten minutes, but you, you, you have to think about the jokes in all these movies. You know, like we had okay, said, good the, point. The, 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 you know, where, where we had said uh, about the, the, the guy, uh, the gynecological joke. You, you're meant to think about that for like maybe ten seconds, and like, oh, I get it, ha. You know, or in, in two, when Ernie Hudson. It, when the when the ghost train runs him over and he's like, ah, you know, like that that's funny, but it's not like really laugh out loud funny. My biggest fear for this next upcoming movie is that they're going to make it, they're going to try to go for the punchline and put you in on it, and you're going to get the jokes, and you're like, you're, you're not you're not supposed to know that the punchline's coming in a comedic role. In bridesmaids, and a lot of Paul Feig in, in, in Paul Feig movies, he informs you that there's a punchline coming. He he, you know, he directs it that way. He shows you there's a punchline coming. Now, this isn't a this isn't a, a misogynist thing. This is an anti woman thing. This is a, is not a pro male thing. But the Ghostbusters are not meant to be genderized. So the fact that he picked all women. You know, it just it, that that doesn't make sense to me either. Now, the fact that they were all men in the '80s, it just is what it is. Those those were the com those were the comedians of the moment of the people who were making this film. It's not the it's not they had nothing to do with the fact that they were guys. It was three guys that were all in on the SNL plus Ernie Hudson. Because I well, didn't so know these this. girls though. Yes, but Paul Feig is not a is not a, a an SNL guy. And Melissa McCarthy's not an SNL person. She's the hot person at the moment. 
Okay, fair enough. So, you, so you've got two out of the five people involved in this movie that are not SNL that are SNL people. Right, so I get what I get what you're saying. My, my I, I'm just I just don't want this movie to suck. I really don't want this movie to suck. And 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 I I'm afraid that we've got all the funny moments in the in the trailers. What I'm looking for is to have a good time. I'm not looking for anybody to piss on my childhood like I believe all these reviewers are doing. I believe they're going to this movie saying, oh, it's going to suck. They already think it sucks. I'm going into this saying, this is a new take. This is my child's Ghostbusters. So I'm going to see what they do with it. I'm going in there with not low expectations, but I'm going in there this week hoping to have a good time, hoping that they uh, give me some good, uh, you know, some good reminiscing off of, uh, off of two classic films that I really, really enjoy and uh, just looking forward to it. Um, but we'll have to wait and see because in a few days we get to review it. So I'm excited for it. I'm... Yeah, you have to. Well, I, I did it with Turtles. You know, my brother and I are like the only two people that we know in this world that loves the Turtle remake because we didn't think it was terrible. Like, it's... I... No, it was a cartoon. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not talking about the Turtles here, but just to kind of hopefully prove my point, uh, really, if you want to throw nostalgia out the door, just just get the fuck out of here. There's only there, there was only one Girl Turtles movie. Secret of the Ooze was shit, and Turtles Three is just terrible. It was the worst thing of it ever. And then they come out and give us a cartoony Mac, you know, Michael Bay movie. I can deal with it. And the sequel, Eric, you and I reviewed it, and we both didn't hate it. So, yeah. Well, I need to watch it again because I re- because I saw it like five years ago, and I'm like, oh god, this is dog shit. As a kid, I was like, go ninja, go ninja, go, and now I'm just like, shoot me, just 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 shoot me, just just. Yeah, that's it. Because you get anyway. We're not talking about turtles, but uh, I mean. I'm really excited for it, and I'm glad we got a chance to sit here and just kind of bullshit about Ghostbusters. And for you, you know, for the fans, definitely have the surprise episode leading up to it. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really, really am. I know I'm going in as the fan. I think you two are going as then uh, going in as as the uh, skeptics here. So this could be interesting. I mean, you guys are definitely going in as the skeptics. We definitely will. We definitely will. So, uh, well, I, I guess uh, I guess for everybody here at the Movie Guys podcast, we want to say thank you so much for listening to this surprise episode. And uh, we'll be back very, very soon with our review of uh, the new Ghostbusters flick, which is just called Ghostbusters. That's confusing enough. Ghostbusters. So, uh, Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Make sure to check us out on movieguyspodcast.com. Also, check us out on iTunes and on Twitter. So, we'll be back soon enough, guys. Take care. Have a good night.